Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Guys, we need to talk about the elephant in the room of this podcast. I haven't addressed it. It's been like two months or something, but I wanted to address the fact that we now have ads on this podcast. We have sponsors, which is very exciting. It's very exciting. As a podcaster, that's one of the goals. You want to have sponsors because that's how you make money and you're able to keep going. But I wanted to address it because I know that I've been swinging into these weird segments and trying to work in ads as naturally as possible to not disturb the show. And I just want to thank you guys for being patient. I know it's so annoying. I know ads are annoying. I know it. I get it. No one likes ads. I don't like ads. That's why we pay for things to have no ads. Spotify premium, Peacock premium, all of it. If we could be completely honest, it's why we love the DVR so we could fast forward through commercials. However, this is how it's done. And um, I want feedback from you. Do you prefer me to just say, now let's get into this ad? Do you want the ads to all be together so they're not, you don't, I don't interrupt you twice? Do you like when I work an ad into a story? I'm new at this ad thing on my podcast. So I want to know what's least annoying to you guys. That would be super helpful. Um, so tell me what, what you're thinking about the ads and that's what we are going to, that's what I'll try to do, but I have to have them. So please be patient and understand. I'm not trying to annoy you. I'm not a sellout. This is just the business of content. I've been a content creator now for about 15 years in one way or another. And, uh, this is just how it goes. So thank you for being patient with me and listening to my ads. I really appreciate you guys. And again, wouldn't be possible without you. Hey guys, welcome to Social Studies. I'm your host, Jenna Kingsley, and I promise you this is nothing like the social studies you learned in school. Don't hate me. And, and this came, I was sitting with my friend, Amber Katz, who will be a guest on this show in the next uh, couple of weeks. She was a guest before. I think she's great. But I was talking to her about a word I hated. And then I was like, this would be perfect for my don't hate me this week. Don't hate me. But I hate when people use the word treat. To me, the word treat is way worse than the word moist. I have said it before. I have no issue with the word moist. And I think that if you have an issue with the word moist, you're kind of faking it. You're jumping on a bandwagon because what's, what's so bad about moist? Like what's, I know I've talked about this. I think it was with Maddie Murphy on one of our episodes, but what is so bad about the word moist? It doesn't make sense. Like cake could be moist. It's not a gross word, but treat, treat bothers me. And let me tell you why. Not treat like treat yourself or, oh, what a treat. Not that kind of treat. It's a specific use of the word treat. And it's when people use treat as like dessert. Now, maybe this is, this could a hundred percent be a cultural thing. This could be in your neck of the woods, you guys call desserts treats. 
in New York, we don't call desserts treats. It's just like dessert or cookies or cake. But when people say, I'll have a treat after dinner or reward yourself with a treat, like a piece of chocolate. I don't know. It it bothers me. I don't know. It's like treat. It sounds like like you're like an etiquette princess. I don't know what it sounds like. It just upsets me. Again, don't hate me. This could be totally par for the course in your hometown or your city. Maybe it's not a Northeastern thing, but I don't even like when food bloggers, health bloggers, wellness bloggers are like, and then reward yourself with a treat. Meaning like four chocolate chips. I, I don't like treat. I don't know what to tell you. Don't hate me. Um, okay, I'm going to read a listener review because you guys know that I'm trying to get you to write more reviews and um, whatever I could do to do that. I'm going to profile some listener reviews once in a while. Uh, I got one this week from the lovely Charles Bavona. He writes, so much fun. I started following Jenna Kingsley on Twitter before her stand-up, before her viral videos, before this hilarious podcast. She's been making me laugh at our weird society for over 10 years. Please do subscribe, listen, share your favorite episodes on social media. Help keep her brilliant mind producing content for many years to come. Charles, thank you. I know Charles as uh, one of my followers. He's even come to one of my shows I really appreciate that, Charles. Charles is a writer himself. Thank you so much for that. You guys, please, I know I'm always begging you, <laughs> uh, please go into Apple Podcast, leave a review. It means so much and it really helps get the podcast out there. So that would be really great. My get involved for the week, we're going to have to discuss it. I'm going to have to do a spoiler episode on it. Love is blind. Come on, you guys. It's. I thought I couldn't like the show again after last season because I loved last season so much. Jessica is 34 and Mark is 24. But I have a lot to say on this season. I hope you're watching it because I'm going to do a spoiler episode. And just so you know, next weekend, this coming weekend after this podcast airs, there's going to be a Yellowstone bonus episode. So catch up on your Yellowstone so you can listen to it. I've also, I tried to watch Inventing Anna... I could not get into it, which was so disappointing because I was really looking forward to it. I know all about the story. I thought it was going to be amazing. And I just, I wasn't feeling it, you guys. It wasn't what I wanted it to be. It just wasn't. It was not what I wanted it to be. Maybe that's a don't hate me. I, I couldn't get into it. I didn't find like the scandal as hot as it was in real life because it's a really crazy story. But there's that to cover. Another get involved, and you guys know that I have no, when I do get involved, I have no horse in the game and it's not a sponsored ad, but I have been taking lion's mane religiously for months from apothecary. It is so, I'm addicted to lion's mane, you guys. I put it in my coffee. It totally levels your mood and it's kind of helps with your focus and it's all natural. And I think it's a great supplement to work into your supplements. Again, that is not sponsored whatsoever. I'm just giving you a piece of advice. I'm just throwing it out there for you. Um, and I will I will link it somewhere on the Social Studies Instagram. I have another exciting announcement. I am bringing back 
blogging. I miss doing it. For those of you who listen to this podcast and been have been with me since the days of Darcy, I had a blog called Darcy Dates, which I wrote under a pen name. I might be bringing it back as a scripted podcast. But I have a new blog and I'm calling it Darcy Returns. If you're a listener of this podcast and you like my work, I think you'll like the I think you'll like the blog. And I miss writing. I do. So I'm doing this. I will put the blog's address uh, and a link in my bio on all of my Instagrams. It's jennakingsley.substack.com. So I'm going to be blogging there alongside this podcast. So if you're interested, go check it out. You could get a free subscription, completely free, or you can pay for a subscription. There will be some pieces that are for paid subscribers only, but on the whole, it will be a a lot of free content. So go check it out. I am so genuinely excited for today's episode. It's actually going to be a long episode. I didn't want to cut any of it because I am so obsessed with my guest, Pamela Worst. You may know her from TikTok, but I love this episode. Like I honestly, like I'm sincerely telling you, I loved this episode. I didn't cut one minute of it. Uh, Because she's so great. And I think my listeners will really love all the topics we're talking about because it's right up your alley. So, without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. I am so excited for today's episode because I have Pamela Worst on and she, I don't know if you've ever seen her TikToks, but they've gone very viral, right? On TikTok. Yeah. It's a surprise to me as much as it might be to everyone else. Yes. I have gone quite viral. She does this. First of all, what is your TikTok handle? My TikTok handle is the mostest. And it's the mostest because I really tried to start on TikTok with like pictures of cheese and flowers and hosting parties and events, but that did not take off. Nobody cared. (laughs) So, so, but this um, thing that I'm doing now, and I still feel like it works. I'm just the most, I'm the mostest. And I'm sort of representing elder millennials, exennials, and I'm kind of coming at TikTok from that older lens and reporting like what's been happening on TikTok each week. So, so first of all, welcome to the show. I forgot to, Thank I forgot you. to welcome, Thank welcome you. Pamela to social studies. I just wanted to get so right into it because <laughs> I watch all her TikToks. I'm a big fan. What she does is she does these roundups. So she does, if you're not following her, you need to be following her because she does these TikTok roundups and she'll go down a list, which we're going to get into and she'll cliff notes for everyone. What is happening? Do you do it weekly? Do you do it? How often? I do it weekly. I, I started with like a roundup of 2021 and that's the one that went viral and surprised me and shocked me. And I was like, I got to keep up. I got to do this every week. So my goal is to do 52 this year. Some are a little stronger than others. <laughs> But yes, I, every week I try to do it on Wednesdays or Thursdays. I'll do kind of a wrap up of what I've seen. Okay. And we're going to get into some of those, but let's start off with, okay. So you said, cause I did notice you used to be in the cheese <laughs> picture taking, not business, but that was your jam. Mm-hmm. How, what was that about? Are you in the cheese business? Are you a hostess in the hosting business? Are you a caterer? 
Do you own a cheese shop? Um, none of the above. I, <laughs> I am just a stay-at-home mom. Okay. I used to work in marketing and PR before I became a stay-at-home mom. So I always wanted to like keep my pulse on social media. So I started on Instagram and I like every time I have like a burst of creative energy, I like buy, I go to GoDaddy and buy a website. Like I have so many different personas I've had. I think I started with like Southern and Italian when I combined Southern recipes. My husband's Italian, like with, with Italian recipes. And then I started something on Instagram called Cheats and Mises, okay. um, which is like a play on meats and cheeses. And I was doing grazing boards and I got a pretty big following from that. Um, just like posting pretty pictures of cheese. I found it easy to like teach myself how to take the pictures. So I thought I was like really making it big. I had like 5,000 followers. Yeah. But now, um, so then that's where the mostest came from. Hostess with the mostest. So I post party pics on TikTok. And I mean, some people were looking, but not many. And then I just had this burst of creative energy. I was like, wouldn't it be funny if I talked about all of the crazy things that have happened on TikTok this year as like an elder millennial from an elder millennial lens? And that happened. I did that in the week between Christmas and New Year's when I was actually noticing um, that there was a kind of a dip in content creation. Like all the content creators were like, like, taking a break this week. I'm going on vacay. I was like, well, somebody needs to hop in there. <laughs> this is my moment. That was so smart. <laughs> and I did. I hopped in there. I did it at like 1030 at night, which I'm usually asleep by 930. So that was like a big deal for me. And then it, I woke up the next day and it was going viral. And so I just kept going. When I saw that, it was so great because how often do we reference something like in this day and age about something we saw on TikTok or something that's going viral, which we're going to get into all of them. And like, some people are like, what's that? Or like, if you're a TikTok user, which I am, it's very easy to miss like where something came from. So like I missed the couch guy, the origin of couch guy. Do you know the couch guy when the girlfriend mm -hmm. shows up? Okay. I miss the origin of couch guy, but I came, I was able to, I don't know what, what I was doing on that particular day. Cause I'm always on TikTok, <laughs> but I came for the knockoffs, like the parodies of it. And then I was like, I need to figure out what this is about. And now enter Pamela, who is gives these rundowns and goes down. She writes an actual list and puts it up on a green screen. And she goes through her list of and explains to people, the elder millennials, or even older than that, or people who are just late to the party of what you missed and what she kind of puts everything in context, which I love. It's like a cliff notes of, <laughs> yeah. of the week. And for yeah. someone like me, who's, who's constantly looking for those things. Like it's my job to stay on the pulse of that. Mm -hmm. You have become, <laughs> you have become one of my references for quick research. So how does you, how do you feel about this new, this new title you have? Oh man. You're in Virginia. You're there. You're a stay-at-home mom, as you mentioned. What is it like when you realize, wow, a lot of people are seeing this? And now what? Um, let me say, okay, it gives me a lot of anxiety. Also, you saying that you like rely on me for the news. Like, that <laughs> no so pressure, scary. no pressure. <laughs> like my entire podcast is riding on your shoulders. Um, and, but I have to say, it gave me so much anxiety at first. Like I, what do I do next? How do I keep up with it? Um, it really, it was like, because I'm one of those people that my anxiety manifests, like whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. 
Like somebody could show up at the door with a million dollar check and I'd be like, oh, this makes me so anxious. <laughs> so um, so the good thing was happening. I was going viral, but it was making me very anxious. And I also have to say, like, nobody gives a shit. Like where I live, the PTA moms, like my kids, <laughs> nobody cares. My life is literally exactly the same. Um, I'm still scrolling TikTok, but just trying to make a job out of it. When the kids were doing virtual school, you have to be just like on call. Like mm-hmm. to like press the mute button or fix some technology or make a snack or take them outside. So like you can't actually like bake a chicken or clean the house. So TikTok was really the perfect answer for my attention span at that time. It kept me entertained. It kept me distracted. It was like a coping mechanism while I was dealing with the pandemic stuff. So I would just sort of scroll TikTok. And then when my kids needed me, I would just put it down. So it was really something that kind of I, I was really hooked on during the pandemic. And um, and people are like, well, you know, I, I'm going to delete TikTok. I'm really addicted. And I'm like, well, I'm going to make money off of TikTok. I'm really addicted. So we're going to keep going here. <laughs> yes, yes. I love it. And I think you found such a good niche. Like it's so fun to go to you to see a roundup of what you missed. And guys, like if you are questioning what these new jokes is like one of the ones that Pamela and I are going to talk about is um, Julia Fox uncut gems, um, <laughs> which that you know, is very good. That is a I'm, great impression. Okay, again, this is why her account is so useful. If you have missed what the uncut gems, if you're seeing people go uncut gems and you don't know what it is, you go to Pamela. And she'll explain it to you. You go to her account and she'll explain it to you. Now, the backstory for my listeners who don't use TikTok, Julia Fox, also known as Kanye's now ex-girlfriend, was on the Call Her Daddy podcast. And the Call Her Daddy person's like, what's it like to be Kanye's muse or something? She was like, well, I was Josh Safdie's muse for uncut gems, you know? And Pamela did a TikTok explaining that she thought that was a New York voice, right? Uh-huh. And I wrote yeah, to Pamela. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> and said. I said, I, as a New Yorker, can tell you that I agree with you because I talk like that and people make fun of me. And in my videos, people have made fun of these. I make these prank videos. People have often made fun of my the way I speak. But I found a clip after this Julia Fox thing When my video for Starbucks was on the Today Show, Hoda of Kathy Lee and Hoda was making terrible fun of me after the the clip aired of my voice. And I'm going to throw the (laughs) clip up on the official social studies Instagram account. And I was really torn because I love her so much. And I was so excited that the video was on the Today Show. But then I'm watching Hoda like, what is that voice? It's like a Kardashian. Like, no, that's a manufactured thing. And that vocal fry. And I do have it. And I'm not offended. I've heard it a lot. But I just love the roundups. Yeah, I mean, the uncut jams thing. <laughs> it's so funny because I was really like taking the stance of like defending Julia Fox because people were saying she has a broken jaw. She's imitating Kim. You know, she's trying to put on airs. No, I mean, I think that she genuinely has like a New York specific accent that I think you do too. And um, and I called it the Broadway baby voice because it you get it from too much Broadway training. 
But I have to say it's somewhere in between a Valley Girl accent, but it's also fast, like a New York accent. And it has that Long Island twang, but there's like a Manhattan version of it that's not quite as strong. And I lived in New York for eight years. So I knew that this was something I heard all the time every day. And I was always getting really frustrated because on shows like Gossip Girl, like they were, that accent was always showing up on reality shows, but it wasn't showing up on like Hollywood dramas or shows about New York. And I just think it's very unauthentic because you hear that voice all the time, you know, it's everywhere. Exactly. That's <laughs> how we speak. And sometimes when I hear these recordings, I want to die when I hear my voice. So I try to keep I it together. It. <laughs> I try to keep it together, but I could go there. Like I could, I could go there and I have friends that are way worse. <laughs> Remember that talk we had about ads earlier? Well, it's time for one. It's time for one. We're going to talk about the safety of our internet since this entire episode is once again about being on the internet. It's where we all are. And we need to learn to keep ourselves safe on the internet, which is why NordVPN is so important to give you peace of mind when you're online. With all the threats we face today on the internet, it's more important than ever that you have the best VPN you can get. And this is, NordVPN is for sure. It offers the fastest connectivity, the most services, and next-gen encryption to make sure everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can have NordVPN on all of your devices. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal, which is exclusively for listeners of this podcast. And you could do that by going to nordvpn.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. While we're here, I'm also gonna talk to you about the way, okay? We all love the way. Everyone loves the way products, by the way. I get I get you guys writing to me about this all the time. You know what I'm gonna say? I love moisturized skin. I love soft, supple moisturized skin, which is why I love the way products, specifically the way Melrose Place body cream. It's fast absorbing, it hydrates, it prevents dryness. It has high quality nourishing ingredients like squalene and coconut oil. What's even better is they're offering a discount to my listeners to experience the new way Melrose Place body cream and body cleanser, your body, your way. Go to theway.com. That's T-H-O-U-A-I.com and use code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% your entire order at theway.com code believe. Okay, now we're going to go back to Pamela and have some fun. I want to go through some of your lists. Okay. But, but before I do that, talk us through it. What's your strategy? How do you round it up? Tell us your process. Well, I actually have to say, I do believe that it's very authentic because I'm going to be honest with you. There's not really a process. 
And it really is just me. I mean, like you said, like the people who are on TikTok can explain the TikToks to others, but they don't understand what they're talking about. And that was me with my husband all the time. Like, oh my gosh, I heard on TikTok, I should be dumping my head upside down in a bowl and that's going to help my curl pattern. And it's going to do this and that. And he's like, what the hell are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. So what I did is I sort of just go in my notes app, which I use for everything that is so authentically me. I use my notes app for literally every part of my life. Mm -hmm. So I go in the notes app and I just make a list of all the things I see throughout the week. So I'll be doing it throughout the week and I'll be saving the TikToks, you know, in my favorite section. And then I go through and I just sort of edit them down and put things together that are sort of similar to each other so that I can do some fun transitions. And then I'll think of a few jokes. And then I just put the notes up up on the green screen and I do it in one take. I just do it in one take. And honestly, when I get a few things wrong, like they'll catch me in the comments and comments drive viewership. And so Mm -hmm. if it's a harmless mistake, if it's an innocent mistake, I will definitely leave it because those comments are what is, that's my bread and butter. Mm -hmm. Everybody thinks they've really done something by proving in the comments that it's about Zoe. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you for that. And we just move on. So I do it in one take. I talk really fast, try to get it in three minutes. Um, I did one that was 60 seconds long. It didn't do as well. So I'm going to try to keep that three minute formula. And it's very authentic. And and people have been trying to copy me. I've noticed a lot of copycats and it's entertaining, but it's so formulaic. They're trying to repeat some kind of formula that just comes very naturally to me. Yeah. And also what's so nice about how you do it is you really just seem like a, like a friend who like, doesn't know that much about it. And I mean that in a nice way. I'm not saying like, you're, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not like rehearsed. It's not, it's uh-huh. not, it's like, you're really like, just like your friend next door. That's like filling you in on TikTok. It's not like a journalist. It's not like the Christian Amanpour of, <laughs> of TikTok. Like uh-huh. it's like, so I love that. It's so funny. My episode last week was called the comment section because we talk about how that's the best part of the internet. So it's funny that you said that. Uh I want to go through some of your lists that I have and I want you to just fill in my listeners. Okay. What is this? And I've seen this a lot. This was on your list. The grated eggs. Wait, what is it? Cheese grated eggs. Tell us about what's going on with cheese grated eggs on on the internet. Well, I don't think anyone is calling them cheese grated eggs, but I felt like that would be the best way to explain it. But basically what's happening is people are making avocado toast and instead of slicing up a hard boiled egg, they're grating it on a cheese grater. So there's like little bits of it on top. Mm-hmm. And um, and then like some people are putting it on in a sandwich. I mean, eggs are having their moment right now. TikTok is really good at predicting food trends and the egg salad sandwich is really big, which I think that it came from Japan and then came back here. And then Emily Mariko is so high on like the food trends. Oh my God, the salmon. I want that salmon every time I see it. (laughs) I I actually, I die from her comments because she'll show herself cooking the salmon and everyone's like gear up tomorrow's a salmon ball day everyone like it's like yeah. everyone's still excited if you guys don't know who we're talking about look up emily mariko salmon you'll find it it looks delicious have you tried it have you have you made it and do you make the oh, food that you talk about i do i make a lot of the food but you know i actually don't like salmon it's like one of the <laughs> only fish i don't like and but i keep trying to imagine a substitute but there's really nothing i'm like can I make a tofu? It does. It just doesn't sound right. So no, I have not tried the salmon. Okay. So sad. Okay. So the cheese grated eggs, what is the, I interrupted you. What is the cheese grated eggs? What is that? You're just grating. 
So yes, you're just taking a hard boiled egg and grating it on top of something like as a topping for a sandwich, a toast or a salad. Okay. All right. So we have that. What is water bacon? That's also on your list. (laughs) That one has really blown up in the comments because everybody's like, you're going to get splashback from the grease. And that's true. And the person I got that from, I think his name is, he's at Food God on TikTok. And I think that he starts with a little bit of water in the pan and then he puts the bacon strips on it. And he says that it makes a crispier bacon if you cook it in that way. I mean, sometimes something might not be trending. It'll be a video that has like a lot of views. And I'm like, that's interesting. And I just grab hold of it. Okay. Now here's another one. Truffle fries are out and I'm really happy. Um, By the way, I have a segment on this podcast, Don't Hate Me, but don't hate me. I am so happy to hear that, you guys. I don't like truffle fries personally. I love truffle. Truffle fries are like, I don't, it takes away the from the fry. I love fries. So why are they out? Well, I always like stock Tinks, you know, uh-huh. Tinks, yep. T-I-N-X. Yep. And she sort of declared it. And then there's been a lot of backlash online, like Bethany Frankel and um, the chef from D.C. Anyway, he was like, truffle fries are still in. But I have to say, I agree with you. I think that truffle is an ingredient that can really ruin something if you use it wrong or if you do too much of it. So I support Tinks on this. She said truffle fries are out. So I'm like, nope, they're out. I'm done. So happy because whenever I'm given the option of regular truffle, I'm always like, guys, regular truffle fries are so overwhelming. So I'm happy to hear that. Okay. Apparently, according to your list, we're now eating salad with spoons and not forks. Is that correct? Yes. This is also a Tink's thing. She says it's the salad shovel, I think she calls it. (laughs) She really... (laughs) She dives into like a really chopped salad, like think like a Beverly Hills Cobb type of thing. So she eats her salad with a spoon. And I think I can get behind that. I mean, I've, I've wrestled the last piece of lettuce many times in my salad bowl and I'm, I'm done with that. I think I'm spork or spoon from now on. Okay. I love these lists because some of these lists, I most I know, but this most recent list, I'm so happy. I, I don't know many of them. So I'm going to ask you all about them. What is a pink collar job? Okay. So a lot, there's a lot of stuff on TikTok about teachers and nurses and what they're going through right now, how they're underappreciated, they're underpaid, they're overworked. Um, and there's a shortage. And so someone went on TikTok and sort of explained that these are called pink collar jobs, jobs that are traditionally taken by women. And that's the reason that those people are taking advantage of them because they're traditionally women's jobs, roles taken by women. Okay. All right. Um, It's a pretty interesting take. Okay. Ralph Lauren Ricky. Who's Ralph Lauren Ricky? Well, it's a bag. So oh, it's um, a bag. Tic- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank God. See, thank God we have Pamela. What is the Ralph Lauren um, Ricky? So there's this person on TikTok named Charles Gross. And he, I don't know if you've seen him. He has very slicked back hair. He takes himself very seriously. And he sort of like whispers in this dramatic voice and tells you what's in fashion. And what's out of fashion. And he's whispering and telling you. And he's he's like, he's like snooty to the a hundredth degree, but uh-huh. in an entertaining way. And he really made it big on TikTok, sort of explaining how to acquire a Birkin bag. Oh. And the rules have changed. And he used to work there at Hermes. And he kind of goes through the techniques and tips that you can employ to get a Birkin. But um, now he's sort of just like a fashion icon. He just says what's in and what's out. And he's decided that based on style trends, the Ralph Lauren Ricky is like the new it bag. 
and it's oh. been in the bag for a very long time and you can get a good deal on it on Poshmark. I was actually thinking, should I hoard like 10 of these bags before I make this announcement? I can I can I just say I'm Googling it right now because I need to see what this looks like. Ralph Lauren Ricky. Oh, okay. So the Ralph Lauren Ricky, you guys, is kind of like a Birkin-ish looking bag, but it's a Ralph Lauren bag. Would you say that's correct? Yeah. And it's very 90s. It has the 90s look to it. It's sort of like, what's the uh, director, Nora, um, Nora Ephron version of handbags? Like it's Diane Keaton as a handbag. Okay. Oh, I love that. It's simple. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You have fraud here. Is fraud just in because of all these shows? Is this fraud in? Is that? Yes, I've made that declaration. Fraud is in. Fraud is hip right now. Discovering fraud. Being <laughs> being wary of fraud is very in right now. By the way, it should always be in. We should always be wary of fraud if we've learned nothing from all these documentaries. Okay. Dunk your face for the vagus nerve. Yes. Tell us about that. So I saw someone, I, I don't know off the top of my head who it was, that basically said that if you're stressed out or having a panic attack, there's a lot of tips for panic attacks on TikTok. A lot of people are having panic attacks. Yeah. Where you Do dunk you your them? face. <laughs> I don't. Where you can dump your face in a bowl of ice water and it okay. like stimulates your vagus nerve and it gets you to calm down immediately. And I also had another tip for panic attacks, um, Sour Patch Kids. That was oh. in my first TikTok ever, that if you keep a little bag of Sour Patch Kids in your purse, like something about the sour part stimulates a certain part of your brain, it helps you calm down. And I'm still waiting for free Sour Patch Kids. I have none. Okay, we need to get uh, Sour Patch as a sponsor for Pamela's TikToks. I'm happy to hear that because A, I'm constantly having panic attacks. B, I love sour candy, sour straws, sour patch. So now I know where to reach when I'm anxious. Maybe you already knew. Maybe your brain knew. <gasps> do you think that's why I'm addicted? Because I do have very high anxiety. I love that. Okay, yeah, I, I think love this. You've been self-soothing. I've been self-soothing. I'm a self-medicator. Um, oh, I like this, you guys. I like this one. I do know what this is, but I'm going to have Pamela tell us about hyper decanting. Yes. Okay, so that is the method of putting your wine inside a blender and blending it for a bit to decant it very quickly. And it came from, originally came from Connor on Succession. You know, the oh. first child on Succession. Yeah. Okay. And they call him the first pancake, which is my favorite joke on earth because I am not the oldest child. And calling the oldest child the first pancake because the first pancake is always like a little messed up. Mm -hmm. is like my favorite thing on earth. As the oldest child, I'd have to agree. Um, so anyway, Connor, the first pancake was talking about this on succession. And then it ha happens to be a real thing that very wealthy people do. They put their wine in the blender. Mm -hmm. And I did see some sommeliers saying that it actually works. I love that. Okay. Here's another one I'm, I'm interested in. Flared yoga pants. Are they, they're back in? Is that what you're saying? They are back in. And I have to say, like warning to anyone younger than 25 that might be watching this, you do not want a flared yoga pant, especially if you live in the city. I mean, did you live in the city when they were in the first time? They get disgusting. They and get all tattered disgusting on the bottom. On the bottom. You're stepping on them. They're getting wet. They're getting disgusting. That's so true, by the way. You so can't fit them into your Uggs. They, you have to fold them up and squeeze them into your Uggs. Uggs are bad. But back. you know, you could wear the Uggs under the flare. 
That's true. And have that like cankle. The monster and have cankle a cankle. Exactly. You create your <laughs> own cankle. <laughs> create your own cankle. Uggs, you know, Uggs are back and I'm glad. You know why? Because I never, ever gave my, I talk about this all the time. I don't care how, it's the one thing in my life. I don't care how uncool they are. I love my Uggs. They're like a security blanket. Walk the dog, yeah. Ugg. You know, what? I, I'd wear an Ugg with a dress. I don't, give a, do you mind if yeah. I curse in Uggs front of you, Pamela? Uggs are the best. I still have mine. I love them. Okay. So, oh, this one I love because this is all over the internet now. The ick. Mm, the, the ick, you guys, is something you get when you're, you're like dating someone or you're repulsed by something. And a lot of TikTokers, especially relationship ones, will tell you to focus on an ick so you don't get too carried away by a guy. Is there another way the ick is being used? Um, you know, I mean, I think it's sort of just filtered into everything, but it really, it, it is the relationship. The relationship ick is what you hear a lot, but I always am giving these young kids advice. I'm like, you know, don't let the ick ruin your relationship. I mean, I had the ick a hundred times with my husband before I married him, but you know, you got to push <laughs> through it sometimes. Uh, by the way, a hundred percent. You got to sometimes push through the, through the ick. I guess what they're saying is, especially it's good to keep a list of icks. So if, if the guy breaks up with you or the guy is doing something that's not acceptable, you focus on the ick so you don't put the person on a pedestal. That's yeah. kind of Let's keep what that I password protected or in our minds because I mean, can you imagine if he finds the physical list of it? That would be terrible. Just leave it out one day. Okay. I see the We Were Young Festival. I don't know what that is. What is the We Were Young Festival? You know, that's funny because the, the only reason I put that in there is because the week prior, I did not mention it, but they all called me out in the con the comments and they were like, what about We Were Young Festival? I was like, I have not seen this. It is a festival that is happening, I believe, in October in Vegas. And it is a emo festival. I mean, back in the aughts, I was like Britney Spears, J-Lo, sync. Like I was not email. Right. And so I, they were not targeting me. The algorithm on TikTok is incredibly accurate. So they knew I would not be interested, but it's an emo festival. And supposedly they've scheduled way too many acts for the amount of time that the festival is playing. Like each, each act is only 20 minutes long. And so people think it's the next fire festival. It's a scam. Oh. Um, it's going to go up in flames. So we have to wait till October and see what happens. And then we have to wait for the two Netflix documentary, the Netflix and the Hulu documentary that are going to come yes. out about it. Yes. <laughs> Most certainly. By the way, uh, did you watch uh, Inventing Anna? I have not seen it yet. So I'm, I'm watching it now. And what's so funny is that guy, Billy, who was in the involved in Fire Festival, I forget his last name. They have crossover. Yeah. They were friends. Yeah, wow. I know. That's the most, to me, the most mind-blowing part of the show. What is a Balmuda toaster? Okay, this I saw from Emily Mariko, and it, and then I kept seeing it over and over again. It's a toaster from Japan that steams the toast. Like you put a little bit of water in the top, uh -huh. and then that, and it creates the perfect toast, perfect oh. amount of toast. Okay. But it's a tabletop toaster. It takes a lot of space. It's a big commitment. I don't know if I could handle that, but it seems to be very popular. Okay. Um, I love all... you. I. You guys, how fun is Pamela? Pamela, I may have to have you on every week and have your own segment. I'm, I'm here. This it's is, standing this to me is what like, this is just, this is the important news we all need to know about. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like this is, um, okay. So, oh, who is the guy that ran a marathon in his room? Tell us about that. 
Oh yeah. So have you thought, have you been in the TikTok live universe yet? Have you like at 8 PM, like prime time seen what goes on? <laughs> okay. So I've tried because there's some people who I do like that. I've tried to watch their lives. I had my friend, I have my friend Jenny on a couple of times and she is very into the lives and she is very into very dark parts of TikTok. The meth heads, the, the, the like swingers, the people that are fleeing their house. It's, it's like, she goes on, she gives them advice in the lives. I can't sit through a live. Cause it's like, I like to, I, I liked it. It's like, let's get on with it. I, I can't. I, okay. I want the meat and the potatoes. So, yeah. So I so know this guy live is big. Yeah. Yeah. This guy on a live. I did not witness it. I was told by it secondhand. He in his like room must have been like a dorm room or something. He was just running in circles until he ran a marathon based on the number of steps. I'm not sure if he made it. I don't mm-hmm. think he was raising money for a charity. I think he was just doing it for fun. But I have to say the lives are intoxicating the ASMR and the people who throw ping pongs into buckets. Like you could watch anything. There's a man with a vintage washing machine in his kitchen and you literally just watch him do the laundry. He puts clothes in the machine and then you watch the machine and he named his machine and people on the live are just in love with this man and his washing machine. It is so strange. You know, I'm going to just, I just want to mention something here for a second, which is one of the things, and as you say that, one of the things that occurs to me as you speak is I talk so much on this show and a lot of my work is about social media and the things that we're doing. Like, I think that in, on Instagram and, you know, Facebook, it's so, people are so into like posting their successes or when they look their best or when, you know, look at I'm here in the best place. And, um, what's what you find on TikTok is there's something relaxing for everyone. So it, there's something relaxing about this man doing his laundry in an old school machine. And you watch, I watch homecoming diary. I don't know if you've seen that. It's a woman and it starts with single girls when they come home from work and she comes in from this snowstorm and then she has a house full of the craziest gadgets, like a thousand gadgets. And she comes into her kitchen and people are always, what I love in the comments is they're always like sleuthing her. Like they're like, wait, is anyone noticing that? Or why doesn't this, why is this out of sequence? Or by the way, there's nothing about what I'm watching that I'm going to do. Like she's incredibly organized. She has a gadget for everything. I don't even hang my coat up when I come home, but she, there's something very relaxing watching this girl come home with this super organized kitchen full of gadgets and like put her shoes in the cubby. Then like, then, then de-germ her. She has machines for everything. Mm -hmm. And then she cooks and then she washes and it's these crazy, it's mesmerizing and there's nothing entertaining about it, but it's kind of like ASMR for the brain a little bit. Right. Yeah. I I was thinking that's like the Mr. Rogers effect. Like Mr. Rogers walked in the room. He goes in the closet. He changes his shoes. He changes his sweater. He zips it up. He goes to check the mail. Like, and that was so comforting and soothing to us as a kid. It's almost like you're making a connection, but it's a virtual connection, but you are making a connection. Yeah. Um, And people are craving that. 
They're craving authenticity. They're craving novelty. They're craving expertise. People love getting a list or getting information. And that's why people keep saying niche content because people really praise and value expertise on TikTok. But I think that it doesn't really have to be about something important. That's obviously what I've proven. <laughs> yes, yes, I agree. Um, no, that that's what it is. There's something kind of comforting. It's like getting away from what's happening in the world and going into this, this other world of like simplicity kind of, mm-hmm. which is so mm-hmm. nice. Um, okay. Mandy Moore Candy. What is that? Is that the song? So a lot of people, you know, do you remember her music video for candy? Like come to May. Um, <laughs> show me baby voice. Show me who you are. Threw her in the genre with like Christina and Brittany, but she's like this very awkward, very skinny young teen and she can't dance. And her video is tragic. So a lot of people have been remembering it and like doing the choreography to the video and sort of poking fun at it in a way. But I feel like we can do that now that we know Mandy Moore turned out all right. And yes, because who does not love Mandy Moore? And she's amazing on This Is Us. Yes. I love her. I love this. I could go on forever. I can't, <laughs> unfortunately, because we're almost out of time. But I'm going to ask you one more. Sure. Hi, ancestors. <laughs> okay. So I saw, um, so Rin Star. At Rinstar is a pretty um, interesting TikTok personality. She always has a lot of hot takes. She showed a picture of a cough medicine bottle for children, marketed for children from a long time ago, like the turn of the century. And it had heroin in it. It had cocaine in it. And we and she sort of was piggybacking off of another person's TikTok that talked about how our ancestors were just they were just getting high. I mean, they didn't drink water. They only drank whiskey and beer and mm-hmm. cider. And they were just getting heroin at the drugstore and they were just high all the time. I love really it. Funny. I, I love, love that. the historical takes. I love when they like go into an old apartment building and go through the floor plan. And I, I love all the his, history stuff. When people talk about different design styles, like what, remember when Banana Republic was like a real safari store, people will talk about like where that interior design style came from and what the genre was called. And I love that stuff. By the way, I loved when Banana Republic was like a safari. Do you remember that? Right. It, All the khakis and the high waist and the belts and the hats. They'd have the like a Jeep. They'd have like an, a safari yes. Jeep in there. <laughs> yes. And you'd go into the store. It was like going on a Disney World ride. Yeah, it was the best. It was the best. That was like the real days of Banana Republic. For those of you who don't remember, I wonder, I'm sure you could Google it and look it up, but they used to, their stores were not like their stores now. They were like actual safari adventures. Like you had to get shots, like malaria shots before you went to (laughs) Banana Republic. It was very dangerous. Yeah, that was the first vaccine mandate. (laughs) Um, Pamela, I'm so bummed we're out of time because honestly, I could do this all day with you. I think you're, you're so fun. I was so happy you said yes. I like literally stalked her and I was like, please be on the podcast. I have to have you. So I was so happy you said yes. And I do hope you'll come back because this is like having these roundups is perfect for my listeners. So thank you so much. I love it. I love it. I'm so glad you found me because then I found you and I've been diving into all your podcasts. I love it. I love just talking about all the crazy stuff going on out there. I love it. And I could, I can't stop talking about it. (laughs) 
Pamela, before I leave you, tell everyone how they can find you, stalk you. Where can they find you on TikTok, Instagram? How could they even see your charcuterie boards? (laughs) You're going to have to scroll down real low to the bottom of my feed to see the cheese, but it's still there. Um, You can find me at the mostest on TikTok and Pamela the mostest on Instagram and Twitter. And, and it's M O it's M O S T E S, right? Yes, M O S T E S, which is actually the original Broadway tune, Hostess with the Mostest. That is how it is spelled. M O S T E S, Mostest. I love it. I love it. Um, definitely check her out. If look at her elder millennial TikToks, I think they are so great. And that way, if you don't know what's going on in the world of TikTok and and social media or pop culture. Pamela is your cliff note. And I'm so glad you came on today, Pamela. Thank you so so much. much. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Social Studies with Jenna Kingsley. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stalk me, you can do that on Instagram at Jenna Kingsley. You can visit my website, jennakingsley.com. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at Jenna Kingsley. If you have a topic you think we should cover, you can slide into the DMs or send me an email. Have a great week and I will speak to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.